Hello, I'm Catherine. This is Sound News broadcasting from the Old Man's Studio in Church Street, Portadown. This production is for the week ending Saturday the 30th of September. On behalf of everyone here on the Craigavon Talking newspaper team, welcome to this week's programme. The stories making the headlines this week are, from the Portadown Times, Police Hunting Masked Gang, and from the Lurgan Mail, A Triumph of Good Relations. Now over to Alison who brings you our first story. Police hunting mass gang. Man and woman have been left extremely shaken after an armed and mass gang smashed up a house in Portadown. It is understand the gang arrived in the early hours of Sunday morning. They smashed up four windows in the property and a door before fleeing on foot. A PSNI spokesperson said police are appealing for information and witnesses following a re- of criminal damage caused to a house in the Baltilum Meadows area of Portadown. A report was received shortly after 12.15am on Saturday morning, the 23rd of September, that three masked people had arrived at a house in the area. Armed with weapons, the masked people smashed four front windows at the property, as well as damaging a door. They then fled the scene on foot. A man and woman were inside the house at the time of the report. They were not injured, but left extremely shaken by what happened. We are appealing to anyone who may have noticed anything suspicious in the Baltilum Meadows area during this time, or who may have heard noticed these mass people to get in touch. All of the suspects were of large build, and one of them was wearing a dark-coloured jumper, where the other two were wearing light-coloured jumpers. Two were wearing light-coloured bottoms and one was wearing dark-coloured trousers. Inquiries remain ongoing and anybody who has mobile doorbell or CCTV footage that could help in our investigation is asked to contact police on 101, quoting reference number 31, dated the 23rd of the 9th, 23. Information can also be provided to Crime Stoppers anonymously on Zero eight zero zero five 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 one one one, or online at www.crimestoppers-uk.org. With members from Lurgan Junior High School, St Ronan's College Lurgan, and Brownlow Integrated College, the Lurgan Cahoolans GAA team has been praised for its work helping to build good relations across the borough. As part of Good Relations Week, that's September the 18th to September 24th, Lurgan Cahoolans were hosted by Armagh City, Banbridge and Craigavon Lord Mayor Alderman Margaret Tinsley at Craigavon Civic Centre. The team is the first group from Lurgan to participate in the Ulster GAA Cahoolan Initiative and they travelled to London in July to represent the province in the All Britain competition. Alderman Tinsley said, this is an extremely positive initiative by Ulster GAA and I would congratulate the Lurgan girls, their teachers and all at Ulster GAA for their work towards better community relations in the borough. Ulster GAA President Kieran McLaughlin said, from talking to the teachers involved, they very much appreciate the opportunity the Cahoolan Initiative has provided to their pupils. This is Ulster GAA's flagship inclusion project. Its most important aspect, the forging of friendships and development of good relations through mutual understanding and respect for each other, is vital in our community. 
For these pupils, I hope those friendships are the lasting legacy of Cahoolins in 2023. As well as engaging in weekly coaching sessions, the participants will engage in a sports leadership course at Halloween before the programme concludes with a visit to Croke Park. Rota Chemist. During the week ahead, urgent prescriptions will be dispensed at the following addresses. Starting with Portadown. On Sunday the 1st of October, the chemist is Cherrymount Healthcare Limited of 7 Church Street, Portadown, open from 11am to 12 noon. Next week, from Monday the 2nd of October, the chemist is Boots UK Limited of 3 to 7 West Street, Portadown, open until 7pm. There is no rotochemist in Portadown after Wednesday. Lurgan residents can collect prescribed medicines on Sunday the 1st of October. The chemist is Boots UK Limited, trading as Boots, of 44 to 46 Market Street, open from 11am to 12 noon. Next week, from Monday the 2nd of October, the chemist is N&R Gordon Limited, trading as Gordon's Chemist of 10 Market Street, Lurgan, open until 7pm. There is no road to chemist in Lurgan on Wednesday and none in either town on Saturday. Sunday opening applies in both towns for public holidays. Now for crime. Man who breached restraining order is given jail term. A 25-year-old has been given a three-month jail term for breaching a restraining order after he called to his mother's house while drunk. Malachi McCann, aged 25, of no fixed abode, appeared at Craig Avon Magistrates Court on Friday, September the 15th, via video link from a Gabbury prison, charged with breaching a restraining order. Mr McCann's solicitor, John McAtamney, said his client would be pleading guilty. Mr McAtamney said he has served approximately six or seven weeks in custody of actual time. Prosecutor told the court that on August the 6th this year, the injured party said she was at her home address at around 3pm. The prosecutor added she was sitting in her kitchen when her son, the defendant, came in through the front door. She outlined the history of domestic incidents between them and there is a restraining order in place because of those. She said she could tell her son was intoxicated as soon as he came in due to his toxic language and his eyes were glazed. She stated he walked around her, talking down to her, causing her to feel intimidated. She said she felt intimidated as she knows he can be unpredictable. She then left the house and went to a friend's as a result of his behaviour. McCann's barrister, Joel Lindsay BL, said he had been there earlier in the evening and police were called at 5.10pm. He then came back and was sitting on the doorstep shouting at her, shouting at everybody who went past. Police came back and at that stage he was arrested for breach of the restraining order. He fully accepts he shouldn't have been there and there's an order in place and he has since been in custody since. Let's just say there is a lesson in it and that if he breaches that order he knows where he is going to end up and it will get worse each time. District Judge Bernie Kelly, who posed a three-month jail term, said, Given your remand status and the fact that you have already accrued some time on remand, I think that you are entitled to the benefit of that in terms of sentencing. McCann also must pay an offender leg- levy of £25. A 37-year-old Lurgan man who was found slumped at the wheel of his car after a lunchtime crash in his hometown 
has been banned from driving for 16 months. Peter Francis Patrick McNamee from Grattan Street appeared before Craigavon Magistrates Court on Wednesday, September the 20th, accused of driving with excess alcohol in his breath. A prosecutor told the court that on July 22nd this year at around 1pm, police were tasked to a road traffic collision in Union Street, Lurgan. A member of the public reported that the driver of a red Vauxhall Astra was suspected to be under the influence, said the prosecutor. On arrival, police discovered that the red Astra had collided with a pedestrian railing at the traffic lights. The driver was observed by police slumped behind the wheel, visibly drunk, with a a, a strong smell of alcohol coming from his breath. Police named the driver of the vehicle as Peter McNamee. The court heard that a preliminary breath test failed and a later test taken at Lurgan Police Station had provided a lower reading of 71 mcg. McNamee's solicitor, Gabriel Ingram, said his client had a relevant record. He added that he was a single man who lived by himself and was currently on sick leave from radius plastics. Mr Ingram said his client had always worked and was an industrious man since he left school. District Judge Francis Raverty said, twice the limit. He disqualified McNamee from driving for 16 months and fined him £300 plus the offender levy. Arrests follow drugs haul. Three people were arrested after police seized suspected drugs with an estimated street value of £7,000 during searches in Portadown. Officers from Portadown Neighbourhood Policing Team, along with their colleagues from Tactical Support Group, arrested two men and a woman following searches last Wednesday, September the 20th, that netted suspected Class A, B and C drugs. Neighbourhood Policing Inspector Roasten said, Our officers carried out planned searches at three residential properties and one business premises in the town. Assorted suspected suspected controlled drugs with an estimated street value of £7,000 were seized, along with the sum of cash and drugs paraphernalia. A 21-year-old man and a 63-year-old woman were arrested on suspicion of possession of a Class A controlled drug with intent to supply, possession of a Class A controlled drug and possession of criminal property. A 42-year-old man was also arrested on suspicion of possession of Class A, B and C controlled drugs, possession of a Class A controlled drug with intent to supply and possession of criminal property. Tackling drug supply is a priority for Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon District and these arrests demonstrate our commitment to keeping our local communities safe from this type of criminality. We would appeal to anyone with information or concerns around the illegal supply of drugs to contact police on 101. Information can also be provided anonymously to the independent charity Crime Stoppers on 0800 555 a 79-year-old Portadown man has appeared before Craig Avon Magistrates Court, charged with three counts of gross indecency with or towards a child. Ronald Moore, aged 79, from Killicomane Close, appeared before the court via video link from the office of his solicitor, Walker MacDonald, on Wednesday morning, September the 20th. Charged with three counts of gross indecency with or towards a child on dates between March 3rd, 1980 and July 1st, 1983. More solicitors said his clients were appearing from his solicitor's office as he was elderly and not in good health. The defendant said 
He didn't object to the holding of a preliminary inquiry before the charges were put to him. A prosecutor submitted that there was a prima facie case against the accused at this stage. When asked if he wanted to say anything in relation to the charges, the defendant said no. Moore was returned from trial to Craig Avon Court, Crown Court, with pre-arraignment on October the 3rd and arraignment on October the 26th. Later, a solicitor from Walker MacDonald raised the issue of Moore signing bail as her client was unable to attend court, she said. District Judge Francis Rafferty said, well, he was able to attend your office, wasn't he? The solicitor said Moore was still in their office. District Judge Rafferty said he has to sign bail. The solicitor asked if it could be signed at their office and it could be returned to the court office. The district judge says, I don't think that's a remotely feasible or practical, so I am afraid he will just have to make his way to court and sign bail. A 34-year-old man spotted by police weaving between lanes while driving a Jaguar has been given a driving ban. Gary Devlin from Upper Lisbon Road, Belfast, was before Craigavon Magistrates Court on Wednesday, September the 20th, accused of drink driving. A prosecutor told the court that on Sunday, August the 27th this year, police were on mobile patrol in the Lurgan area and at around 3.40am spotted a black Jaguar car on the Portadown Road. The prosecutor said the car in question was driving slowly along the road towards Lurgan, appeared to be weaving between two lanes and was braking unexpectedly and irrationally. Police enacted blue lights and sirens and were in the process of stopping the Jaguar when the driver was forced to take evasive action after nearly crashing into the nearside curb. After stopping, police asked the driver to lower his window and he struggled to identify the window in question, eventually opening the windows and a strong smell of intoxicating liquor came from the vehicle and the driver identified himself as Gary Devlin. He had slurred speech, poor coordination and his eyes were glazed. Police observed the defendant struggling to identify how to switch off his own vehicle and when stepping out of the car was unsteady on his feet. He added that Devlin failed the roadside breath test. He was arrested and two evidential samples were taken, with the lower reading being 100 micrograms of alcohol and 100 millilitres of breath. The limit, 35 micrograms. Devlin's solicitor said his, solicitor had a, uh, said his client had a clean licence and had no criminal record, adding he's a good job full-time in Almack. This is going to have a significant effect on him and he's a six-year-old child with an ex-partner in Craigavon and he lives in Belfast, so having access to his child is going to be more difficult. Obviously, his employment is in Craigavon, though he lives in Belfast. On the night in question, he was at a social event at a football club in Craigavon and ended up driving to his parents' house that night. District Judge Francis Raverty said he was three times the limit. Devlin was banned from driving for 18 months and fined £400 plus the offender levy of £25. A Lurgan man who posted a grossly offensive animated image of murder victim Natalie McNally under a public Facebook appeal to help find her killer did it to lighten the mood a court has heard. The clip was viewed by Judge Patrick Lynch KC in chambers after prosecuting counsel Nicola Orrett described it as grossly offensive. At an earlier hearing of Craigavon Crown Court, Cain Withers from James Street admitted a single count of co- committing an act outraging public decency. 
Opening the facts of the Crown case for the first time, Mrs Orrett outlined how the 22-year-old was arrested after police received a complaint from Mrs McNally's cousin regarding a Facebook comment from an account named John John. This comment had been shared under a Cool FM post, which was a police appeal seeking help from members of the public in identifying a male in a CCTV clip as they tried to track down the Lurgan woman's killer. The image posted had been created on an app and used the publicly available image of Miss McNally in her graduation gown. It was animated and appeared to sing to the tune of James Brown's I Got You, I Feel Good, said Mrs Orrett, adding that it had been shared on three different Facebook posts between December the 23rd to the 28th, 2022. Miss McNally was murdered on December the 18th. Defence counsel Ian Turgenton told the court Withers had instructed him to express how sorry he was for causing distress to the family and friends of the deceased. Mr Turgenton highlighted how damaged and disabled Mr Withers is and how he presents before this court because it only to understand his vulnerability. Cannot understand how he could be so foolish to post the image that was posted. Withers was described as a young man who lives a solitary life with no close relationships and as someone incapable of independent living, yet socially isolated, adding that he had suffered prolonged serious physical and emotional abuse as a child at the hands of his father. He contended that Withers left school at 14 and was mercilessly mercilessly bullied at school. The court also heard that the defendant had been diagnosed with an emotionally unstable personality disorder and that he was suffering from deteriorating mental health at the time of the offending in that his medication regime had been changed and he hadn't been taking it. A doctor's report described Withers as a disabled young man who has effectively developed a life of virtual living. He added he genuinely believed, quite incredibly, that what he was doing was lightening the mood. His brain just doesn't work the same as other people. Freeing Withers on bail, Judge Lynch said he would pass sentence on Friday. Pictures. The Lurgan Mail has several photographs of P1 classes in various schools under the banner of First Days at School. Primary schools included are Bleary, Drumgore, Warringstown, St Patrick's Primary School Marilyn, the Dixon, Kings Park and Tully Galley. The Portadown Times has photographs of P1 pupils in Bacombra, The Hart, Tandragee, Millington, Portadown Independent Christian School, Richmond, The Birches, Ballyoran, Drumgore, Bleary, Derry Hill, Mullavilly, Presentation Primary School, St John's, Eglish, Edenderry, Sego, Myallen, Orchard County, Clare, The Cope, and Portadown Integrated Primary School. Additionally, a programme of live music and fun-filled activities was served up at the Country Comes to Town recently. The annual event was sponsored by ABC Borough Council and brings upwards of 25,000 people into Portadown. The Times has numerous photographs of people enjoying the event. Local Government North-South University Reform Call Barriers to Northern Ireland students enrolling and attending universities in the Irish Republic must be removed, according to Sinn Féin's upper ban MLA, John O'Dowd. 
The former Stormont Education Minister said, the admissions process in the South should be reformed to ensure it does not disadvantage students from the North applying for university places. The Economic and Social Research Institute report shines a light on the clear barriers facing Northern students with A-levels essentially being downgraded in comparison to the Leaving Cert. Sinn Féin has consistently made the case for reforms to this system and outlined this clearly to Minister Simon Harris. It's now welcome that steps are being taken by Universities Ireland to look at addressing this issue. Removing existing barriers can play a pivotal role in boosting cross-border education and ensuring parity of esteem for Northern students who want to study in the South. VAT on school uniforms should be removed, according to Upper Band MP Carla Lockhart, who has voiced her support for a new campaign. The DUP MP said the cost of buying a full uniform was exorbitant and called on the government to rethink the imposition of VAT on the school uniform. Mrs Lockhart said, Many parents know all too well the exorbitant cost of purchasing the full range of school uniform that comes along year after year. For those pupils in post-primary education, this cost is exasperated by the imposition of VAT on uniforms that is for those of an older child. Children's clothing, including school uniform, is generally exempt from VAT. This exception applies along with as the garment is intended for children. This is detailed as clothing available in a range of sizes suitable for those under the age of 14. However, in addition to this added cost, sports attire, superficially designed for educational institutions, may be subject to a reduction of VAT if certain conditions are met. All this adds to cost and in these days when a household bills are continuing to climb, it is adding strain to already stretched family budgets. Along with a number of other MPs and campaigners, I am calling on the government to rethink the imposition of VAT on school uniforms to help hard-pressed families at this time. It is an unfair tax and its removal would make a difference to many families faced with the cost of back to school. One death in the community. Topping Gerald, known as Jerry. The officers and Sir Knights of King David's Golden Star, RPB 199, deeply regret the passing of their esteemed member, Jerry. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Topping Family Circle at this sad time. Information and events. Residents of all ages gather to enjoy an afternoon of free activities and food at a community fun day in North Lurgan. A range of family-friendly activities was organised by Drumgore Detached Youth Work Project with the help of a community grant from the Housing Executive. Michelle Hazlitt, the Housing Executive's Good Relations Officer for the area, said, We were thrilled to award £2,605 of funding to facilitate the free event at North Lurgan Community Centre. Young people from the area helped organise this wonderful fun day for the whole community to enjoy. It was great to see such a big turnout and people of all ages gathering together to enjoy the day. Barry McCrory, chairperson for Drumgore Detached Youth Work Project, added, We were really grateful to receive a community grant from the housing executive for this event. Funding allowed us to pay for all the free activities for the community to enjoy, including a rodeo bull, magician and face painting. 
We also used the money to offer a free barbecue for all those who attended. Our young people came up with the idea to hold this event for the benefit of everyone living in the area. They played an integral role in organising the event, which has allowed them to develop key life skills. Thanks to the Housing Executive for their continued support in making this Community Fun Day a reality. More than 200 events were due to take place across Northern Ireland to mark Good Relations Week, September the 18th to the 24th. Our NIB Talk and Support runs free befriending social groups for adults with sight loss across the UK. They provide opportunities for you to socialise in small groups by phone to build friendships and get peer support with other people in a similar situation. We match individuals together for conversations based on age and group preferences. For more information, visit our Talk and Support page. Banbridge Tandem and Walking Group, TWG. The venue parks across Portadown, Lurgan and Banbridge areas. The frequency, fourth Wednesday of every month, 9.30 to 3pm all year. Contact Doreen McFarlane, 077 347 23575. And Banbridge VIP Group, the venue is Banbridge Health and Social Care Centre, and the frequency, twice monthly, 7 to 9pm. First and third Wednesday of every month. Contact Doreen McFarlane on the same number. New members are welcome. Private Eye Group Lurgan, venue Lurgan Park Cricket Pavilion, frequency weekly Tuesday 10am to 12.30pm, social group and walk. Contact Mill Jemison Mobile 077 533 57695 I Speak OMA self-help support group meet regularly for leisure and learning contact Una 07702 Sport Stephen McDonnell has highlighted the huge potential at Glenavon after stepping into the Lurgan manager's post with a message to deliver an exciting brand of football. McDonnell was confirmed as the fresh face to move the Mournview Park outfit forward following the end of the Gary Hamilton era earlier this month after almost 12 years. McDonnell, who returns to the Irish League after the end of his time at Warren Point Town in 2019, will kick off life as Lenavon boss at home to defending Premiership champions Larne on Saturday with the club on seven points from nine games. I think there's a huge potential to develop the game here in terms of the game model and the way we want to go about things, said McDonnell in his first interview as Lenavon boss on the club's official social media platforms. There's seasoned pros in the dressing room, lads with league titles under their belts and Irish Cup medals, Obviously, there's a lovely blend of youth as well. We can certainly expect to try and play an exciting brand of football. That's what I want to do. It's the way I believe it should be played, so I'm going to stay true to myself and try to implement that with this group of players. There's no challenge too difficult. You've got to roll up your sleeves and be optimistic and be positive. There's no reason why you can't get results, because I've been there before when you played top teams. You can get results if you prepare properly. No to Summer Switch. 
Knockall boss Dean Smith admits he's against the idea of introducing summer football in the Irish League and feels it would only help benefit full-time teams. Gerard Lawler laid out NIFL's vision in a new five-year strategy titled A Bold and Brighter Future for Professional Football at Windsor Park. And one of the key actions within the plan stated an intention to lead and implement a change to the professional playing calendar in Northern Ireland. It would involve the top three tiers all playing throughout the summer months and Lawler hoped it would come to fruition over the coming years, saying we would be foolish not to. Explore the potential positives a switch could bring. I can tell you five years ago I was never in favour of change of seasons, said NIFL CEO Lawler. I'm a traditionalist and we all want to play at 3pm on a Saturday afternoon. But to evolve and develop, we need to come outside of our comfort zone. All I'm asking for is people to soul search. I'm asking for adult conversations. If we can play for three months when those competitors of ours aren't playing, I think there's an exploration to be done and we would be foolish not to do it. When we do explore it, I'm now convinced there will be benefits that come from it and we will be in better place. While Lola felt that a majority of clubs were in favour of something new, Villagers Chief Smith says is opposed to any potential calendar switch. I'm certainly not in favour, he said, and if only favours one type of club and that's a full-time one. You have to remember that we have part-time players, teachers, factory workers that only have set holidays. You then have the GAA where a lot of clubs have players that play both Gaelic and football. So realistically, you're making players choose and not everyone is going to choose football. For me, it suits full-time clubs. If I was working at a full-time club, I would be shouting from the rooftops to have summer football. But where we are in a part-time environment, the way it is now suits all part-time players. Boxer Lee Gormley, a native of Flurgan, has won his second fight as a professional at a sold-out arena in Bolton, England. Lee won by decision after four rounds against Carlisle man Jake Osgood. He said, I'm buzzing to have gone 2-0 as a professional on what was a great show from VIP Boxing in Bolton. It was the same venue where I won my pro debut too, so it's becoming a great place to perform at. There were some difficulties during fight week, with my initial opponent pulling out at the last minute, so I ended up fighting someone a lot bigger in weight. But it's just something that happens at this level and you just have to get on with it. I'm just grateful I was still able to fight and show what I can do in front of friends and family again. I'd been preparing for this opportunity since straight after my debut and I trained all summer as normal, even when I was on holiday abroad. But it's all worth it in the end when you have your hand raised for the win. I just want to say a big thank you to all my sponsors back home in Lurgan, including Anthony Hendron from Hendron School of Motoring, who's been a big help, as well as G&G Trailer Freight Limited, and also to everyone who helped with sponsoring tickets or who tuned in to the live stream to support me from home. It means a lot. I'm straight back in the gym this week and pushing on towards the next fight with a big end to the year coming up. Local football teams have had recent mixed fortunes in their leagues. Loch Gaul are in 6th position with 14 points in the Irish League, with Glenavon on 7 points, both teams having played 9 matches. In the Championship, Portadown are 4th with 15 points and Anna United are 8th with 11 points. 
fixtures for Saturday the 30th September are Glenavon, home to Larne, Loch Gall, away to Cliftonville, Portadown, away to Ards, and Anna, home to Harland and Wolf Welders. Girls and young women are the most miserable they have ever been, according to the latest Girl Guiding Annual Attitude Survey. The shocking result, which includes input from girls across Northern Ireland, revealed that sexual harassment, pressure over their appearance and online harm are among the reasons for a significant decline in girls' happiness levels over the past 15 years. The number of girls who describe themselves as very happy has decreased significantly, 40% in 2009, down to 17% in 2023 with the steepest decline in girls aged 7 to 10, 57% in 2009 compared to 28% in 2023. The survey also revealed that 89% of girls and young women between the ages of 7 and 21 feel worried or anxious compared to 78% in 2016, with girls' worries ranging from appearance pressures, online harms to being sexually harassed. Portadown musician Simon Neil O'Brien, B.E.N., is bringing the Music for a Royal Occasion concert, a celebration of the rich heritage of music written for royal events such as coronations, to his hometown. A Portadown native, Simon is now a full-time teacher in Belfast and much sought after accompanist and conductor. His musical journey began in St Mark's, Portadown a church in which his family had worshipped, preached and sang throughout its 200 years history. For services of the City of Belfast and the community, Simon was honoured with his BEM at the age of 29. Simon is a governor of the Portadown College and in May he was a guest of His Majesty the King at Buckingham Palace for the Coronation Garden Party, alongside another colleague, alumnus, Lady Mary Peters, LGCH, DBE. Guildford teenager Claire Keeley has secured a spot in the semi-finals of the Irish Junior Eurovision contest. The 13-year-old sang her version of Symphony during the TG4 show and was voted straight into the semi-finals. Claire will join seven other young Irish hopefuls at the semi-final show, which will be broadcast on October the 1st. This year, she's hoping to go all the way winning the opportunity to represent Ireland in the Junior Eurovision Song Contest in Nice, France, in November 2023. The semi-final airs on Saturday, October the 1st, on TG4 at 8.30pm. A Lurgan woman has been announced as one of the 12 finalists for weight loss and wellness company Unislim's inaugural Inspire Awards. Kathleen Furphy is one of three finalists shortlisted for the Health Hero Award category for the unique stories and transformations. The category seeks to pay tribute to a member who has overcome health challenges during their journey with Unislim and Kathleen Furphy was shortlisted for her impressive efforts to improve her health and fitness since joining the community. Other categories include the Most Inspiring Transformation Award which celebrates a member's extraordinary transformation and the WOW Award which recognises a personal accomplishment unrelated to weight loss. The Community Spirit Award recognises individuals who have helped to support and motivate their members. 
Fiona Gratzer, CEO of Unislim, said, We're thrilled to announce the 12 finalists who've made a tour inaugural Inspire Awards and to celebrate their life-changing transformations. To each of our standout finalists and thousands of members across Northern Ireland, we extend our warmest wishes for success. We look forward to unveiling our award winners on October the 4th. Kathleen said, I'm honoured to have been shortlisted for the Health Hero Award of Unislim's first ever Inspire Awards. I joined Unislim after the birth of my first child and have been a member ever since. My overall health and fitness have improved tremendously over the years and I have achieved considerable weight loss. I recently underwent a full knee replacement and my consultant said that the operation was only possible because of the weight loss. I'm very much looking forward to the awards ceremony and wish all of my fellow finalists the best of luck. The awards ceremony where the winners of the four categories will be unveiled will be held at the Merchant Hotel Belfast on October the 4th. A homegrown holistic weight loss and wellness company Unislim was founded in Newry in 1972 by Agnes McCourt. Now in its 51st year, the company is run by Agnes's daughter, CEO Fiona Gratzer. Unislim offers weekly classes across Northern Ireland to support, motivate and inspire members. The garden at Craigavon Area Hospital's Blossoms Children's Ward has had a makeover, transforming the area in what's been hailed a safe, calming retreat for families spending time on the ward. A spokesperson for Omar City, Banbridge and Craigavon Council said, this is social action project took place over the summer and saw young people weeding flower beds, painting fences, laying bark, planting shrubs, plants and trees and staining garden furniture creating a peaceful, quiet haven where families can take time out of the hospital and catch their breath. The facility was opened by Lord Mayor Alderman Margaret Tinsley, who said, Being in hospital with a child is such a stressful and worrying time. To have a place where both the children and their relative can take time out, gather gather their thoughts and have some fresh air within natural surroundings is wonderful and will be so beneficial both physically and mentally. This project was led by the council, funded through the Executive Office District Council's Good Relations Programme, as part of the Together Building a United Community Strategy, and in partnership with Portadown Wellness Centre and Seago Youth Group. The parents of a young boy from Armagh who was diagnosed with cancer last year are staging a gala ball on October the 7th to help support other families in a similar position. Theo Smith, 12, was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukaemia in the summer of 2022 after feeling unwell for a number of weeks. The then 11-year-old who was preparing to start St. Patrick's Grammar School in Armagh after leaving Saints and Scholars Integrated Primary School in the city underwent a gruelling treatment programme. Theo's dad Martin explained our cancer journey started during the summer holidays of 2022. Theo had been feeling unwell for several weeks experiencing exhaustion and spiking temperatures. In mid-July 2022, Theo was admitted to the Royal Belfast Hospital for Sick Children. On July the 22nd, Theo was diagnosed with this leukaemia. We were scared, helpless and devastated beyond words. Theo stayed in the children's haematology and oncology unit, cared for by an amazing team of medical professionals until Christmas Eve. He underwent gruelling treatment and showed so much bravery and maturity. 
Theo had six months of intensive chemotherapy, bone marrow biopsies, surgery on his neck to remove a lymph node, and eye drops every two hours for the last phase of his chemotherapy. And during his time, we were supported by four charities who made life somewhat bearable. Today, with Theo in remission, back at school, and looking to the future, we'd like to honour these charities and thank them for all they did. The upcoming gala ball will see a drinks reception from 6.30pm with guests seated for 7.15pm. There will be entertainment, music by Pure Blarney, an auction and Highland and Irish dancers. The dress code is Smart Attire, with tickets priced at £750 a table or £75 individually. Ticket sales, along with all funds raised on the night, will be distributed between the charities. For more information or tickets, email theosjourney8 at gmail.com. Some 4,000 Unite members working in health and social care staged a 48-hour strike last Thursday and Friday outside hospitals across Northern Ireland, Craigavon Area Hospital among them. The union said the health budget allocated to Northern Ireland was so inadequate that local health workers were being denied the pay increase offered in England and Wales. The Unite workers from the Health and Social Care Service joined colleagues from other health unions in one of their biggest strike actions to affect the service in years. The 48-hour strike started from 1am on Thursday, September the 21st, lasting until midnight on Friday. A union spokesperson said ahead of the action, workers are striking over being denied the same pay offer provided to NHS workers in England and Wales, an outcome which will leave Northern Ireland NHS workers paid less than those employed anywhere else in the UK. Department of Health officials have told trade unions that they cannot pass on the Barnet consequentials, including extra funding arising from the NHS pay increase in England to NHS workers in Northern Ireland because the overall budget set for the health service by the Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, Chris Hayton-Harris, is too low. Unite General Secretary Sharon Graham added, It's scandalous that NHS workers who only a couple of years ago were being clapped by our politicians, are once again forced onto picket lines. The blame for this lies squarely with the Conservative Secretary of State, the Northern Ireland Chris Hayton-Harris, who has enforced a punitive and completely inadequate budget on the Health Department. At the time when the Health Service in Northern Ireland is losing critical services due to staffing pressures, Health workers in the region once again face being left behind on pay. This will only make recruitment and retention of staff even more difficult and redouble the staffing crisis. Our members will have Unite's full support in their fight for fair pay. Unite said there was a broader range of health workers striking, even more so than in the pay parity strike of 2019. Unite reports greater numbers of white-collar workers joining the picket line, said a spokesperson. Unite Regional Manager Brenda Stevenson added, We are seeing increasing numbers of radiographers, hospital pharmacists and laboratory scientists joining Unite to take part in the strike action. Strike action is always a very difficult choice for health workers to have to make, but they are at breaking point. It is simply wrong that NHS workers in Northern Ireland face being left behind on pay. We are calling on the entire community to show their support for the fight for fair pay and safe staffing. Market Hill native Lorraine Nelson has joined business advisory firm 
BDO as a new partner within its tax team. Lorraine, who lives in Portadown, has a wealth of experience providing tax services for growing businesses, based both locally and further afield. Since joining the firm last November, Lorraine has been central in advising on a range of merger and acquisition transactions and assisting companies implement tax-efficient structures. Announcing the appointment, BDO Northern Ireland manager, partner, Brian Murphy said, Lorraine has greatly contributed to our business growth plans over the last year and we are thrilled to welcome her to our leadership team. A local mental health counselling service, which has helped more than 1,000 people over the past two years, is struggling to find a new home due to spiralling rental costs. Love Life Counselling Northern Ireland is a non-profit community interest company set up by families and individuals within Armagh City, Banbridge and Craigavon Borough who have been impacted by mental health issues. Although it was only set up in 2021, the service was initially dealing each week with more than 100 people suffering from mental distress. However, the counselling service has found itself homeless due to spiralling rents and a lack of suitable accommodation with disabled access, this despite the need for its services more than doubling. With a limited budget, the group which offers its services for free is struggling to find the right space at the right price to continue working to help those struggling with mental health issues. A committee spokesman said, We had to move from our original premises to allow for better disability access, as unfortunately these premises were not fulfilling this requirement. We have been searching since the end of June for a rental option that would ideally be easily accessible for the Armagh, Bambridge and Craigavon communities. It must have a ground floor and have a space to allow for an administration office, at least one small room too for counselling, toilet facilities and car parking. If you have any property which might be suitable for this company to use or are able to offer it to them, contact Love Life Counselling NICAC at info at lovelifecounsellingni.co.uk or telephone 07734 224 A Portadown community group had a packed programme events planned yesterday, Thursday, as it celebrated its 10th anniversary. The Richmond Rural Community Association was founded to enhance the facilities for the entire rural community of the Greater Richmond area. It is to be found on the outskirts of Portadown in the rural area of Scott Street. The well-attended group hosts regular gatherings and events locally, as well as organising trips across Northern Ireland. One of the main aims of the association is to preserve the rich rural culture of having good neighbours and mutual respect for each other. A spokesperson said, We aim to promote activities which can enrich the lives of those living in our community, and it is our association's desire to be inclusive of all people in our community. Yesterday's events included announcements with tea, coffee, croissants and scones and seated yoga with Bruce White. In the afternoon, the group shared two years, ten years of a successful association and also announced the winners of a free prize raffle with £400 worth of prizes. There was a buffet and Lord Mayor of Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavonborough, Alderman Margaret Tinsley, Drop by in time for music and dance with Colin Harney.
Archbishops of Armagh, Eamon Martin and John McDowell, have appealed for action to protect the environment of Loch Ney and the well-being of all who depend on it. The Catholic and Church of Ireland primates of all Ireland said they shared the grave concerns expressed by many about the future of our beautiful and precious Loch Ney. Describing Loch Ney as a jewel in our tourism and recreational crown, they both called for a task force of experts and relevant agencies to be formed immediately. In a joint statement, the top cleric said, In this, the season of harvest and creation, we share the grave concerns expressed by many about the future of our beautiful and precious Loch Ney. We have now come to the end of our recording for this week. Our thanks are due to the team of volunteers who edited and recorded this week and to Mackles for collecting the Portadown Times and Lurgan Mail for us and to the Presbyterian Church for the use of the studio. Editing the news this week were Ken and Patricia. Our technician was Patricia. And reading with me this week were Alison and Catherine. From the newsroom at the Old Manse, this is Ken signing off. Thank you for spending this time with us. All our good wishes for the week ahead. Our team will be back with you in four weeks' time. Please remember to return your wallet and memory stick. Please do not use a post office counter in the shop, but use a post box to avoid damage to the wallet. Sound News is a Craigavon Talking Newspaper production.